nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Hello, I am Judah Bernard with the Rise Creating Your Voice. I am the wisdom dialogue and the motivational warrior of the Rise Creating Your Voice podcast. I am elated to be here today because we have a new season five, which is called What's Wrong With You? It's a new year. and We have a special co-host, Stephen Martin, but I want to get into why we're here, what's wrong with you, why it's a new year. So we're looking at house rules. Some of the house rules right now is make sure you use the heart function all the time. You can ask a question in the chat. You have all type of emojis you can respond with in the chat. If you would like to be a speaker, please raise your hand. I will bring you to the speaker side. Last but not least, enjoy, sit back, relax and none other enjoy we would like to welcome you to the rise creating your voice podcast and the most thing we want to talk about is what's wrong with you it's a new year being people make resolutions and pretty much the resolution is probably gone by now so i want to bring in our co-host stephen martin where he can introduce himself and also be able to tell him you a little bit about him Hey everyone, hope you're all doing well. How are you doing, Judah? Hi, how are you? Good, good. My name's Stephen Martin, guys. I'm born in D.C., originally raised in Maryland. I moved to California in about 2014. Uh, as far as about me, uh, something I wanted to have Judah advertise before we even had this podcast and before we even went through this season is I'm just an average show. I'm just like the rest of anybody else. I have my ups, I have my downs, and a lot of what we're going to be discussing is how a lot of the times we very much find a lot of things wrong with us. In some cases, we might be right. Some cases, we might be wrong. But uh, what I think we can look forward to this season is kind of kind of bringing down all the worry, all the anxiety, all the things which that come to all of us naturally. And uh, I think that's why I have the opportunity to speak with you guys today is because I, just like yourself, I'm an average Joe. 
normal person, nothing too crazy special or unspecial about me. And that's why I think this will be a good conversation to have to kind of normalize what we're going to do to resolve all of our issues as best we can this upcoming year. And that's a good thing. When we start to rationalize and look at what we go through throughout the entire year, like even when we went through the things in 2021, what does those things look like? And are you still there where you were in 2021 and 2022? So that's why we ask, what's wrong with you? It's a new year. So Stephen, I understand we came up with these great topics. So let's talk about What's wrong with you? Well, because this is only an hour-long podcast, of course, we can't go over all the issues of which that I have in my life. But I think just like anybody else, I think the main things that most people are concerned about are the same things I'm concerned about. Everybody wants financial security, and it's never been harder to find good work and to stay consistent with an income. The whole nation's seen a huge amount of suffering when it comes to financial security. So that's something in which I absolutely want to work on this year is reaffirming my financial security so that I can have peace of mind in my everyday life. The other aspect is getting out of my head. I think it's more than normal. And a lot of people don't recognize the importance behind this, but it's more than normal for us to be in our own heads and to prevent ourselves from moving forward and to be our own obstacles. So I think some of the, the two greatest things of which that I would like to work on and what's wrong with me is establishing a better financial peace and also not being my own obstacle, considering life brings plenty of obstacles as is. And I do understand you saying financial security. Most people look at that and say, I want to be rich. So what's that measurement of financial security look like for you? So we can explain it to the live studio audience there, because some people set that high bar and say, oh, I want to be a millionaire. But is that sustainable? Mm-hmm. Well, think about it. I mean, when you do the math as far as the probabilities, the probabilities are that less than what, 10% of America is ever going to hit the million dollar mark. Right. And then even less than that is going to hit the billion dollar mark. So setting realistic expectations is important, but also recognizing that to cap your potential is important too. So I say financial peace because ultimately I know what my wants and my needs are. I like having a roof over my head, food in the fridge, my car note paid for. You know, if I want to go to the movies or if I want to go hang out with friends and grab a dinner, I like having the financial security and the financial peace to know I'm not setting myself back for my responsibilities, my wants and my needs. Now, of course, everybody wants to be rich because there's a lot of comfort that comes with having money. But all the same, if that's your only prerogative, the majority of people who explicitly chase being rich normally don't attain it or they have to go about not so great means to do it. So I think it's most important to find peace. That's why I say financial security, financial peace, because you don't need to be rich to have that. It's more or less enough to get by and then some. If you're counting every penny, if you're counting every dollar, if you get the chicken over the steak because it's 25 cents less, that's not financial security. That's not financial peace. Financial peace is having an emergency where your dog has to go to the vet and you have a $400 vet bill and you pay it because that's something that needs to be done and it happens and you're prepared for it and ultimately it's done. And although you might not want to have spent that $400 or had your dog have that problem, financial peace allows you the opportunity to respond to life's inevitable issues. 
And understanding that financial peace has a big part in your peace that you have with inside yourself. Most time we get so stressed out because we don't have enough money to do things or have enough money to make this happen or this happen. And then you're now stressed. And I understand you talked about getting out of your head too as well. Let's talk about that. Sure. Well, without diving too far into it, I think the best way to explain getting in your own head or being in your own head too much is sometimes overthinking so much to the point where you're stagnant. You don't move. You can't move forward. You can't move backwards. Or in some cases, you even do move backwards. And an example of this is mental health. Ultimately, being in your own head a lot of the times can lead to depression, can lead to anxiety, can lead to additional stresses on top of what you already have to deal with. So in a lot of cases, being able to understand yourself, being able to know your limits, both physically and mentally, and as well as being able to respect the fact of the matter that everyone in one way or another has growing and healing to do, whether it's substantial or a little bit. So I'd say, uh, you know, as far as getting in my own head, a lot of the times I tend to make problems bigger than they need to be, or I tend to over-exaggerate how bad it really is. And uh, I think most of us tend to do that. We see a problem, it looks hard, we might fail a few times, and it's discouraging. But uh, it's also important to remember that a lot of the times, if you can simply give yourself the appropriate motivation, the appropriate influence, a lot of the times those problems are a lot smaller than we make them, and a lot of times we're the solution. And I understand people, the solutions lies in what you do every time. Every time you think of something, every time you go through something, you should be able to have a solution. But sometimes we don't have a solution. That means you're getting in your own way. So I know you're saying not being the obstacle for what um, the roadblock or what the situation may be. So how do you not be the obstacle? Well, to some people, I mean, you can go about this simply by thinking about it. For me, what really helps me personally is writing it down. Uh, something I really appreciate doing is doing a three-bar list. I make a list with all the things in the world that are bothering me. Every single problem in the world, whether it's personal problems, problems going on in the world, problems with family, problems with friends. I put every single thing that is possibly on my mind and bothering me, and I write it in one column. In the second column, I go through that list of problems, and I determine, is this really a problem, or is my outlook on this a problem? Then I also take a look at that list, and I recognize, is this something I can fix, or is this something that is out of my hands? Once I've figured that out, I omit the list of things of which that are not really problems, but I made problems, and I omit the list of things that are out of my control. With whatever is left, there might be some problems here or there that I'm unsure about, but the things of which I'm sure that I can either work on, I can fix, or that need to be addressed, I keep in that second column, and then as well as anything I'm not sure about. In that last column, what I like to do is I like to try and write out what I think is the next best step to addressing that particular problem. And I'll go through the remaining problems and I'll figure out, is there a next step? Is there something I have not already done or I am preventing myself from doing, whether it's a thought process, an action, or a state of mind, 
is there something I am not doing that I could or should be? And in more often cases than not, the reason I say being my own obstacle comes so consistently is I find that I make a lot of things problems. And above all else, I tend to make these problems bigger than they need to be. But despite having all this opportunity and ability of making these things bigger problems than they need to be, when it comes time to address them, to fix them, and to really work on them, I don't have as much motivation to do that as I do to have the mentality of making them a problem. And that's ultimately what we're going to be talking about is how average Joes, just like you and myself, are going to have these thought processes because we're human and we're not perfect. And definitely, thank you for saying that, Stephen, because we are all just average Joes. And I think the biggest part of it, I like the way you say, I, I made a list. I put a column of this. I put a column of that. I reevaluated that list and looked at it for that minute. And if I couldn't do something with it, I'll do something else. So I, I like that that whole, because I like to write down stuff too. I'm a visual type of learner. So I don't know about the Absolutely. studio audience. Are you a visual type of learner? <laughs> I know I am. Um, so we want to make sure that you are using the chat feature. And if you want to come in and speak, and you can come in on the speaker side too as well. We're going to take a small breathing break and listen to some music right quick. If you want to go ahead and chat some questions in for Steven, we'll be right back, okay? Absolutely. Thank you. We are back. I hope those questions are coming 
in and in the chat. If you have questions for Stephen, this is the opportunity for you to ask him. But we'll go on to the second part. It's a new year. Tell us what are your plans for the new year? I know you talked about financial security, getting out of your head and not being part of the obstacle. But I'm sure like everyone else, we have done some type of resolution. So what's your resolution? <laughs> you know, it's it's funny you say that because I'd say most of every year of my life, I've gone about making a resolution. But something that even you and I have talked about in our own privacy is that less than, I think, what, less, less than 20% of people uh, actually go through with their resolutions, whereas the 80 other percent tend to fail their resolution within the first two, three weeks of the new year. So because I'm a numbers guy, because I like numbers and they're hard to argue, I recognize that if I make a resolution, I've already lessened the probability of my success. So what I've done this year, instead of making one solid resolution or a handful, is I've recognized there are behaviorisms I should have taken on before the new year and made a day-to-day, -day, you know, regular consistency. It's things of which that in the new year, I should have wanted for myself, not just for the new year, but for every year. And uh, lastly, I mean, what it really comes down to is the day-to-day -day stuff. So instead of making a resolution in this case, uh, what I decided to do was to make a daily initiative for myself. And a daily initiative can be a variety of things. It could be waking up a little bit earlier in the morning, maybe exercising for 30, 40 minutes in the day. It could be going on walks. It could be going on hikes. It could be doing a lot of things of which that you start committing to that you haven't already. Now, it might still very much sound like a resolution. But at the end of the day, the difference is, is recognizing you're not doing it just for the new year. You're not saying new year, new me. That's not at all the case. We're not doing that anymore. That's, that's changing. We're ending that in 2022. It's not new year, new me. It's new year, better version of me. And that's it. So ultimately, all I really have done as far as this New Year's resolutions are concerned is recognize there are things of which I should have been working on since before the new year and making that a consistency, getting up earlier, going to bed earlier, exercising a little bit more, reading a little bit more and watching TV a little bit less, eating more consistently throughout the day and healthier, saving a little bit more money and working harder to make more money. There's a lot of things all of us could do that are little steps in our everyday lives that can make our lives just that much better. But ultimately it takes consistency, it takes repetition, and it takes long-term commitment in order to make these things a reality on your day-to-day -day basis, so much to the point where it doesn't even feel like you're working anymore. It doesn't even feel like you're doing it anymore. It's just naturally a part of who you are. And that's what we're going to focus on this year is not new year, new me, but new year, better version of me, and make these things which we're working on a consistency in our character and our behaviors. I love it. New year, new me. I don't know about some of our um, live audience studio members. They did said, um, my resolution is to stick to working on the changes I need to make. And that's by Liz. So nice. Yes. That's my cousin. <laughs> yes. It says, stick to working on the changes I need to make. Anybody else have any good new resolutions that we can share with our live studio audience too? There, the chat feature is below. 
Take your time. I know. Uh, I think some of the most common resolutions are what? Go to the gym. Lose maybe weight. Quit cigarettes. <laughs> you know, lose weight. Don't eat chocolate. A, yeah, maybe get a partner. Maybe you know, drink a little less or something of the sort. But right. a lot of the times, we make these resolutions because we feel guilty about these things. Yes. So we don't necessarily see the human aspect of ourselves and all of it and recognize what needs to be worked on. So I'm, I'm sure a lot of people have had different kinds of resolutions, but what I've heard a lot is uh, I need to lose some weight. I need to go to the gym more. I got to drink a little bit less. I got to save more money. I want to buy a house. A lot of people go about these things, not recognizing that this is not something you should have just cared about at the beginning of the year. This should be a day in day out thing for you. And sometimes it takes the new year for that to happen for people. But I think this, this new season is going to help normalize for the rest of us that we should always consider working on ourselves because we're never going to stop. So long as there's air in our lungs and pep in our step, we have the opportunity to work on ourselves. So that's something which I think everyone should be trying to take away from at least today's episode. And I like that. Work on yourself because it starts with self. And I remember my season one was about creating yourself. Who are you? And I think that's what we need to realize. Who are we? Like, what are you working on? What's your purpose? What's, why are you here on earth? What's your purpose? So in working on that, that can be a direct way of saying, look, I'm here. This is what I need to do. I understand we should be doing daily initiatives, just being consistent, repetitious. Um, what does that look like to everyone? What does that look like to you, Stephen, just being consistent and repetitious? So uh, something I've done for myself is I've used two calendars now. I got a physical calendar on my desk where I handwrite things that are upcoming events, responsibilities. I got every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, I have a podcast that I'll be doing with our host here, Judah. Oh, so it's just man. a small example. <laughs> of something of which that I've tried to make a consistency is writing down or typing in my Google calendar the things of which that need to be done and kind of putting a little bit of a fire under my butt to get them done. So let's say today, for example, my calendar said, pick up bathroom cleaning products, uh, pick up shampoo and pick up a few groceries for today. And that was one of my to-do lists that I had set a date for, for today at the latest. I told myself these are things of which that need to be done. I'm going to prioritize them. I'm going to write them on my physical calendar. I'm going to write them in my Google calendar so that even when I forget or I put it off, my phone and my eyes won't allow me to put off the fact of the matter that it's there and it needs to be done. So having done that, it's kind of been like an accountability for me. And what that means for me is that when I see that notification or when I look at my calendar, if I didn't do what I said I was supposed to do, I didn't do what I was supposed to do for today. And that's basically all we can do is go day by day and focus on what today's issues are, what today's resolutions are, and what's within our hands. Everything else that's out of our hands, you got to just let it go. And that's a lot easier said than done. But for me right now, it's a matter of taking on the day-to-day -day battles, whether it's getting up a little bit earlier, exercising, maybe reading a book, doing things to which that are outside of my nature, and making that a consistency. Because the only way to build good behaviorisms is to stay consistent long enough until it's normal, until that is your new reality. I love it. Consistency, um, accountability. And I think those are words we need to be using for this new year. 
you are are accountable and responsible for yourself. That's it. Start there first. I'm going to go back to the studio live audience. Liz said, I'm a visual learner, so I just ordered a bunch of cool tools that can help me get organized, manage time, and stimulate my brain. Have to be consistent and stick to the same schedule for a while to be a routine. Please. Nice. I'm a visual learner too. I got whiteboards. I got sticky notes. I I, mm-hmm. I have all, I need all that <laughs> for me to pull it together. I need color and a bunch of things. <laughs> exactly. Got to make it beautiful. Got to yes, make it fun. Yes, you got to make it beautiful. I don't know. Is anybody else like that in the studio live audience? I know I am, especially I, as a late. I I got sticky notes and everything all over my apartment. <laughs> Anybody else? Yes, we got to hang. Yes, definitely. We got to hang and brainstorm together. Yes. <laughs> I want to become a better person each day than my past self. I believe once we start healing, we start killing the ego. It's the pride. Trust me, the pride is the hardest thing to kill. Nobody wants to know that their pride is going to leave them. Yeah, that whole ego, I call it pride. So um, make vision boards and maybe we can do that on a Zoom call or something or even in my own place, wherever Liz, you know, you can come on over. Any other questions and things before we go to another little small break and then we'll be ending the session. So if you just stay with me, make sure you like, use the hearts, subscribe, invite other people. We will be here every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. PST and 8 Central Standard Time. I'll be I'll get them all together. <laughs> so if you can just wait and be patient.
How was that for everybody? It was called Peaceful Praise. And I like to play that piece for those who just want to go into a solemn little moment and realize that life is beautiful. And you can have peace whenever you're okay with yourself. And like I was telling Stephen before, it's okay not to be okay. And that's the important part. Um, we want to see if we got any more questions in this live studio audience. Anybody? Come on through. Anybody want to talk? Stephen, come on back. So we're going to go to end. I heard Daily initiative, consistency, repetition, um, work on the, the list. We have so many things that we talked about, but I want to remind everybody to definitely every Tuesday from here and I think until March, we will be here with our co-host, Stephen Martin and he will be the co-host for the entire season five. Our next topic is to resolute or not to resolute. And that's just like William Shakespeare, to be or not to be. We want you guys to share, like, subscribe, comment, and also invite about five to six other people too as well. So Stephen, what do you have to leave as a words of encouragement for our live studio audience? Take it day by day. You will have bad days for certain. That is something I can guarantee. I can promise it's a hundred percent bet. There will be bad days. Bad days can mean anything. You could have bad news from work, from friends, from loved ones. You could have things just not going your way that day. You could have all kinds of problems that are just in your head alone, just feeling down and you don't even know why. But ultimately recognize that just like it is guaranteed you will have bad days, it is equally guaranteed that you will have good days. So take on every day, day by day. Fix the problems that you can fix today and everything else that needs to be put on the back burner or that needs more time, you can get to it and you will get to it. But don't allow that to cloud your vision on what's right in front of you. You heard it from Steve and Martin. Steve, where can I um, DM or like you at? What's your Instagram, Facebook? <clears throat> So my Instagram is underscore I'll sleep when I'm dead underscore. I'll put it again on the, it. Uh, <laughs> on the, uh, <laughs> tells you a little bit about myself. I'll put it in the chat here for those of you who are not going to remember that. So give me just one second, but ultimately uh, a little background on me. I've had legitimate insomnia since I was 15, 14 years old. I'm actually on day two of no sleep right now. And as much as, I would like to blame the insomnia for my sleeping problems. That is something of which I have put on the back burner and I have neglected and I have not addressed. And that's why a part of a lot of my new behaviorisms, a lot of my new consistencies is getting up earlier, going to bed earlier. Even if I can't sleep, even if I don't want to wake up, that is going to be a big part of what I'm going to be working on this year. And uh, that's why I've taken on that name and I've had that same Instagram name for probably since 2012 because it's a problem which I have yet to fix.
And thank you for being vulnerable and telling us about that. And one thing is you have www.therise.live, and that is the website for all our old episodes. This episode will be in there just in case you need to go back and listen to it. What you need to do is press episodes, scroll down, and you will see a picture of me in the podcast form where I'm talking on a mic, click on that. And guess what? You can go straight to all the episodes. I have over a hundred episodes since August, 2020. So I've been really blessed to continue this, find great co-hosts like Stephen Martin himself. But before we leave, like I always say here on the Rise Creating Your Voice podcast, and that's tell a friend, tell a foe, tell your spouse. Heck, tell everyone. We'll see you on the next podcast. Goodbye. Goodbye.